I'm just so addicted, can't leave it alone. You know what it is. Your favorite cousin checking in. Young Jock in the streets morning. Take over. Good morning, Miss Shanika. Good morning. Shout it, shout it, man. Hey, and to our listeners, man, we love y'all. It's Anonymous Thursday. Y'all know how we get down with it. Today, we're going to have a good time. You know, we definitely going to keep you informed on the latest and the greatest news out here in the world. And we got some money to give away. You know how that goes. Date Dilemma. Are you smarter than Young Jock? All you got to do is call us up and get that money, all right? What up, Miss Shanika? What up, though? Of course, this is a new day, and I'm so excited to get inside this word on the streets news. Of course, we got to get into the biggest thing happening today. And shouty, shouty guy, what? The crazy report. Find out why I can't say he can't do, including pay this $10.5 million lawsuit. It's crazy, and it's coming up on the crazy report. Boy, that is crazy. $10 million, you can't even go clock in nowhere. That's hell, boy. Hey, man, we're going to have a good time all morning long. Just stick around with us because you know Miss Shanika going to say something crazy. Shawty going to say something crazier, and I may get the craziest. Just stick around. Boy, Young Jack in the streets morning single. Young Jack in the Streets Morning Takeover brings you the biggest thing happening today. What's poppin'? poppin'? We are now live on your radio. That's right. It's Young Jack in the Streets Morning Takeover. I am your girl, D. Bonnie Banks, and I'm t- checking in this morning for you guys with the biggest thing happening. That's right. Nikki Haley, she had a lot to say this morning or last night, excuse me, um, when she said that America is not a racist country. We're not a racist country, Brian. We've never been a racist country. Our goal is to make sure that today is better than yesterday. Are we perfect? No. Now, I'm not sure what Nikki Haley, what country she lives in, but definitely um, a lot of people had a lot to say and disagreed with her. So, you know, she didn't do well in the Iowa caucus. It looks like Donald Trump won by a landslide, but she definitely didn't do well. So we're going to have a lot going on with that. We're going to keep you guys updated as the biggest thing. That is the biggest thing happening. It's Young Jack in the Streets Morning Takeover. Check the news. It's Young Jack in the Streets Morning Takeover. I'm your girl, The Bonnie Banks. I'm going to get you around your streets in only 90 seconds. We're going to kick it off in Maine as the Superior Court on Wednesday. They cleared the way for former President Donald Trump to appear now on the state ballot. Judge in Maine is delaying the decision on whether to remove former President Trump from the state's ballot until the Supreme Court weighs in on the similar case that's playing out with regard to Colorado. Now, remember last month, Maine's Democratic Secretary of State joined Colorado in dropping the former president from the state ballot because they say that he engaged in an insurrection, something that in all of those 91 counts that we have seen, he has never been charged with. 
Now, it looks like a lot of people are going to follow suit because of that win that he had at the Iowa caucus. If you're in Mississippi, the poultry plant's failure to follow safety protocols led to the death of a six-year-old boy. The family of Duvon Tomas Perez sharing horrific new details about his death, describing how the Guatemalan teenager was killed while cleaning machinery at a poultry plant in Mississippi. Police confirm his body was found trapped in a conveyor belt. The company says it relies on staffing agencies and was unaware a minor was working at the facility, adding Marjack MS would never knowingly put any employee, and certainly not a minor, in harm's way. Wow. There's going to be an investigation, I'm sure, to figure out what was going on at that poultry plant. Now, in later news, the Biden administration has given Texas the end of day that was yesterday to stop blocking the U.S. Border Patrol so that they could, of course, patrol these Mexican borders that are continuously allowed immigrants into Chicago and they're busting them from Texas to other places. That is Around the Streets in only 90 seconds. I'm your girl, the Bonnie Banks. And you guys can follow me at T-H-E-E, The Bonnie Banks. You got the craziest thing you've heard all day. From Shotty Shotty, it's the crazy report. It's Young Jack and the Streets Morning Takeover. Yo, it's the craziest story you'll hear all morning. The crazy report is on right now. Shotty Shotty, is what we about to do. We need to run down R. Kelly's lawyers and find out why the hell he owed $10.5 million. Okay, they said back in August, six women were awarded $10.5 million following a lawsuit that stemmed from the December 2018 screening of Surviving R. Kelly in New York City. The event was temporarily shut down after being threatened with a violent intimidation tactic. However, R. Kelly is pushing back against the settlement, claiming that the co-plaintiff, Donnell Russell, is solely to blame and should be held financially responsible. Yes, now to his defense... It is publicly known that R. Kelly is illiterate. Then the same man said, I believe I can fly. And he said he can move mountains, but you can't read, but you wrote all them songs. Well, you won't have to read no more, but that little Bible they give you in that little cell what you in. That's crazy. And you know I know crazy because I'm crazy. And crazy knows crazy. That's y'all with my name, man, with the crazy report. Please follow me on all social platforms. That's y'all the comedian. Hi. Whoa. <laughs> That little cell that you in, that is y'all hey. hard, man. He is in a little cell. That little thing bossed up, making you not want to go back no more. All right. Well, let's talk about these national days. It is a National Winnie the Pooh Day. Okay. All right. Also, National Gourmet Coffee Day. Shout mm. out to all the coffee drinkers. It is a National Thesaurus Day. Hey. Shout out to everybody that know how to use their words. I know that's right. Not you, Shout. I, I, I use it. <laughs> I used the thesaurus. You used the thesaurus? Yes, to get my words right. Say, say thesaurus. Thesaurus. <laughs> okay. Also, it mm-hmm. is a Women's Healthy Weight Day. Now, shout out to everybody, you know, that feels comfortable in their own skin. I will say that for women. All right. I know you want to say something, shout out. Go ahead and say it. What you want to say? Healthy Weight Day. That means take control. Okay. If you ain't been to the gym, you still got time to go to summer six months away. <laughs> also, happy birthday to Chinese Kitty. All right. And it's Estelle's birthday okay. as well. If you are celebrating your birthday on today, make sure you give us a holla so we can put your name on the birthday list. 1-844-Y-U-N-G-J-O-C. That's 1-844-986-4562. Get your local birthday on. On right now is Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover. Keep it locked right here to Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover.
Wow. Young Jack in the streets want to take over. It's Shanika right here. Shouty, shouty. Yep. DJ Swin, the Bonnie Banks. And we're talking about Jonathan Majors. It seems that Search Like Pictures is no longer interested in being in the Jonathan Majors movie business at all. Well, after this guilty verdict, it seems that... He won't be in any Avengers films of the King Dynasty film adaptation of Walter Mosley novel Man in My Basement no longer considered for the unannounced fifth season's Otis Redding biopic. Wow. Wow. Mm. Dang, man. Okay, so if you can recall, he faced four charges of assault aggravated harassment and harassment but was found guilty on charges of misdemeanor assault and harassment now the jury acquitted him on more serious charges or intentional assault in the third degree and aggravated harassment in the second degree dang this brother is done 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 he is losing it oh yeah man it's so sad to see yeah first of all you know you got to watch yourself in these domestic situations. But it's like he was running away. Yeah, he did. But un- unfortunately, he did some things to aggravate or agitate the situation uh-huh. as well. And I think that that was what he was found guilty of. Yes, yes I think I'm over here thinking, man, that Otis Redding role for him would have took him to that Jamie Foxx level. You remember when Jamie Foxx yes. Fox played... Um, um, uh, Ray, Ray Charles, Ray Charles. Yeah. yeah that would have took him over that plateau yeah man yeah. well uh, we'll see what interestingly will happen with this man's career if he will be able to vindicate himself in the public eye and if somebody will take a chance on him mm. Tyler Tyler please call him I don't think Tyler can save him uh, well I'm gonna say this you know Tyler he wasn't the most attractive brother that they was forcing on us like Kate Williams said he would have been great as Otis Randy why are you judging men Charlie? because they, they talk about this guy's so cute y'all had pictures of him and uh Michael B. Jordan all together hooked us about that's so cute no that's ugly that no, look right. no. That man the is reason not cute. that you guys are saying that because they have a certain type broad nose. Yeah, he, he, and he, I mean it's attractive to a lot of women. He looks like a manly man to me. To, to, Michael B. Jordan looks like a manly man. That man, face you look like, like a little baby man. Boy, that man <laughs> like a gorilla. You like a little. Keep it locked right here to Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover. Turn off the lights. The mics are on and ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen. Word on the streets, she be bopping, I need more. Yeah. Word on the streets, screaming bite like on a moped. Word on the streets, I get it popping like a blackhead. Word on the streets, going down like Jock said. It's Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover with Miss Shanika. Okay, okay. So, let's get into this. Krishan Rock, apparently, she's doing some kind of dating show. Um, This is news to me because I didn't know what in the world was going on well it seems that it just went all the way left like people got hit with pistols everything was going down but first they was socking each other right then the kid I was losing he said F- this he took the gun and then just pistol whooped in the face with it like basically cheating because the squabbling wasn't enough why everywhere this girl be it be valid everywhere where she be, people be getting hit, slapped, 
teeth knocked out. It's the energy. The whip. Energy. When you carry that energy, and energy is contagious. Yeah. yeah so that show's called 20 to 1. Uh-huh. That's the, you know, it's like. No, it's 20. Is it 20 versus 1 or 22 1? 20 versus 1. Whatever. 20 versus 1. Okay. And so it's when people that are notable get on there and they speed date. Kind of speed day, yeah. It's like swipe. What is it? Tinder is like swipe left, swipe right. Like okay. people will not they tell you the reason why you're not keeping them. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It seems that this was going down while uh Blueface is on lockdown right now because I know Blueface went went had this at all. Anyway, uh, according to Bonnie Banks, we'll be talking later to the young man that got hit with the pistol. Mm. They don't do weapons checks at these places. They know y'all y'all culture is violent. Not it's not when it's the peer your peer group don't do that sometimes. Your peer group, boy. Yeah, everybody I'm the same age. Everybody, I'm checking people at the door of my house. I'm for real, man. <laughs> do you got your pistol on your Come house? here, dog. Come here, dog. If you lose Ooh. this game with Scrabble, what you gonna get back? <laughs> Hey, I know these dominoes and these spades get real. Just chill out. If you get set now. Now, they slam on the Ooh. table. Don't be offended. Keep, you know? keep your hands on the table. I know that's right. Well, this was uh, definitely ludicrous to me when Cat Williams decided to respond to Ludacris, who responded to him from the uh, Shay Shay podcast. You're number one, Scott. One of us is killer and the other one is not. One of us the villain and the other one is not. I'm coming for your number one. Uh, oh, Chris, I wish you never came to this. And you pissed rapper free for the first time, but you dismissed the wrong side of history in a time like this. It's so ludicrous. Sorry, uterus. You were infant chronicles, fast and furious. In real life, you fight furious. Got a fast car, but nobody <laughs> <body laughs> Wait a minute. Ooh. Fast and Furious. You're by curious. In how real he, life, how did you're he, by curious. Did, man, crazy. Cat. Wow. Cat. 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 King Cat. I am sure that Ludacris laughed at <laughs> I, I don't think I so. Just, I think he did. Chris, I, I is, Chris has a, he definitely has a sense of humor. This dude and I'm sure he was like, is this man for real? <laughs> he called him a killer, too. Did y'all miss that? He said one of us is a killer, one of us is not. No, he's talking about yourself. Oh, okay. All right, so Shikana went live and claimed that Lyrica was paid to come on the show and slap her in the face. Somebody in the cookie jar paid this whole Lyrica to hit me, but the bitch didn't know she was going to get hit back. Ooh, it could be, get what? It could be one person in the back that connected the T.I. Tiny and they get their friend. Cause Lyrica Delshaw came on the show and got paid to slap me in my face. Didn't nobody talk about that. Them phone paid that Lyrica to hit me. These are facts. This is what I know. Man, Baba D like, that just don't sound like they would do a thing like that. Let me tell you. <laughs> Where I'm from, we gonna pay a to slap yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. That, that is the word on the streets news. I am Miss Shanika. You guys can follow me and Miss Shanika <laughs> and follow us <laughs> at Streets Morning Takeover. <laughs> hey, Have man. you ever paid somebody to slap somebody? Ah, no comment there. No comment there. Hey, look, yo, man. You know, we gotta talk about this trending topic coming up, man. Dez Bryant talks breaking generational curses. And we got to, you know, we get a chance to chime in with you guys. We're going to talk about it, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Michelle, you crazy. Keep it locked. Young Jack in the streets. Water take over.
emotional words and testimony from Des Bryant, man. And I, you know, I, I felt that. Mm-hmm. I felt that because sometimes it's so hard for men to do what they do. Yeah. Definitely is, All right. Man. So he was on a podcast recently uh, talking about generational curses. And uh, basically, he ended up breaking down as he was speaking. And uh, here's what he had to say. Break generational curses. Quit yelling at your kids before they go to bed and expect them to sleep well. Quit yelling at your kids in the morning right after they wake up before school and expect them to have a good day. You set the tone for your children. You set the tone for, you set the tone for your voice. They will always remember in their heads. You become the inner voice. Don't be the inner critic. Speak life. Speak love. Speak bravery. Kindness and hope. Speak wisdom and truth. Most of all, listen to your children. I never had none of that. I get that to mine. And that's my number one priority. That's how I follow that. That's how I break it. That's interesting. You know, I, I, I love it. I love the realness. Yeah, I love my mom, right? Mm-hmm. But my mom did all that. Everything. <laughs> my mom pushed mm-hmm. your ass out. Get your gut. She didn't care. Because she was raised by tough love. You know what I'm saying? And she felt like that was her way. So that's what me and my mom bumped heads a lot. So hearing, hearing how emotional he was in this... I totally understood how he felt. You know what I'm saying? And I was very mischievous as a child. So, you, you know, they had to stay on top of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes you get a child who... You got to have that balance. And all kids can't be raised like that. Like, nah, I, right. don't, <clears throat> I don't respond well to yelling at me or, te- you know, like being really demanding. I'll shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had and to have a that. lot of kids have, you know, shut down when it comes to their parents because their parents don't really know how to communicate with them. Yeah. My son came to me and he was like, Dad, when I be done messed up, that's not the time to come down on me because I already know I done messed up. That's the time I'm looking for a, a nice word or somebody to tell me, give me some type of direction. And, you know, that changed the conversation between me and him from that point, Forward. I remember we had that conversation. Yeah, I remember we had that conversation. Yeah, like, that's that's big. Our man. communication is very good now. Amen and, to that, right there. Yeah, I want to know, man. Um, are there any things that you know you do to try to break generational curses? Oh yeah, yeah. I make everybody do homework. What? Everybody got to do homework in my house. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. How was that breaking a? Because me and my little brother went outside when we got home. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all call us up. I want to hear from you, man. How are you breaking generational curses in your family or your family tree, your lifeline? one 844 yun That's one 844 Keep it right here, Young Jack in the Streets Morning Takeover. Got to know, man. Every weekday from 6 to 10 a.m., man, I'm listening to the best damn morning show, dog. Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover. Let's get it. That's right. Happy Thursday. Good morning, good people. Uh, we got to talk about this, Miss Shanika, man. The phone lines are still ringing right now. Uh, former NFL wide receiver uh, Dez Bryant talks about breaking generational curses. Break generational curses. Quit yelling at your kids before they go to bed and expect them to sleep well. Quit yelling at your kids in the morning right after they wake up before school and expect them to have a good day. You set the tone for your children. You set the tone for, you set the tone for your voice. They will always remember in their heads. You become the inner voice. Don't be the inner critic. Speak life. Speak love. Speak bravery. Kindness and hope. Speak wisdom and truth. Most of all, listen to your children. I never had none of that. I get that to mine. And that's my number one priority. That's how I follow that. That's how I break it. You can tell that uh, just hearing the emotional breakdown in his voice that th- this means something to him. I'm sure when he got out of the NFL, 
it wasn't the same. The relationship that he probably thought that he had built with his kids, like reality starts setting in like, dang, I didn't do this or because them kids will let you know nowadays you want to hear for this, that and the third. And mm-hmm. all you would do was like discipline me or, you know, or like whenever you showed up, because, you know, the moms be quick to call the dads like so and so did so and so. But you the, the disciplinary parent. And, but you realize you haven't built the relationship that you need with your children mm. in some cases. In a lot of cases. But in some cases, though, because, I mean, you know, you'll be surprised. Like, even for myself, you're right about it in a sense because there's been times when a kid, one of my kids might be like, well, I know you didn't make it to the play, but that's because I know you was doing X, Y, Z. So I try to always be open and vocal about it because they don't they don't understand. Even coming here this morning, riding with Amir, we are having a whole conversation about, you know, childhood and, 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 and parenthood. It's two different things, but you know, if you're blessed enough to live life long enough to become a parent, you get to see it from the other side of things. And I just, I respect Dez for this right here, man. Uh, we're going to go to the lines right now. Young Jack in the Streets, morning takeover. What's your name and where you calling from? Good morning. It's Cool. I'm calling from that 912. Well, the way I break my general curses is I bleed the blood of Jesus over whoever's life that the generation is needing to be broken. When the chain is needed to be broken, I just plead the blood of Jesus and sit back and watch God work. What's up, man? It's Brad calling from work, man, over here in Shamley, baby. I'm going to be honest with you. Once I became a parent, you know what I'm saying? My mom used to whoop me for everything. And I got three kids, bro. And I and my kids can tell you, I, I probably don't whoop my, my three kids one time each because my thing about it over there is like what Shanique was saying, I, I was one of them kids. She, she cooked, whooped me for everything. So when I did when I did the littlest thing, I wouldn't tell her. You know what I'm saying? So one of the things, one of the curses I broke, and stop whooping them for everything. Sit down and talk to them. Listen. And that way, you, you understand your kids better, man. Just listen. All right, Mark Well, calling from Las Vegas. Man, what I'm doing, man, I ain't have a father figure in my life. So, you know what I'm saying? I just try to be there for my son as much as possible, you know? I mean, it, it became hard, you know what I'm saying, now that I moved out here to Las Vegas. But I ain't have a father when I was growing up, and I, I don't let that I don't let that get in my way, bro. So I'm, I'm in my son's life every day, every minute, or I try to be. Something I ain't had when I was growing up. That's what's up. That's a beautiful thing, man. Shout out to my dog, Erica, man. She said she gonna bleed the blood of Jesus over her kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Miss Shanika, you know yep. what time it is, man. What is it? It's time for the day dilemma, y'all. Hit us up, one 844 yungjoc That's 1-844-986-4562. Got some money on the line if you could get rid of that dilemma. Keep it locked. Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover. Keep it locked right here to Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover. You are now listening to The Day Dilemma with Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover. Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover. If you got a dilemma, they got a dilemma, which means we got a dilemma. It's The Day Dilemma. Who's on the line this morning? It's Quentin. I've been dating this girl. Her name is Keisha. We've been dating for around, like, I think we've been dating like eight months, right? Mm-hmm. So me and Keisha, we live with each other. We just thought we moved in with each other about two months ago, so on and so forth, right? So she got two kids. I've been helping her with these kids as far as, like, you know, I bring money into the house, you know, so that way we can get the bills paid, so on and so forth. So I treat these kids like they my own. So uh, a couple weeks ago, she asked me to take the kids to school, right? Now, I had just got done smoking. Now, I didn't even know I was taking the kids to school because she used to take the kids to school, but she asked me to do it. I had just got done smoking. Mm-hmm. So when, I, when the kids got in the car, I drove them to the school, so on and so forth, dropped them off. Later on that day, I guess the, the uh, teacher snuck the smoke, and then so they passed it on to the counselor. The counselor told the principal. The principal called um I don't, I don't know, people, social workers, whatever the oh, people call. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah. So now they talking about they need to come over to the crib, so on and so forth, and they need to make sure, you know, because it smelled like the kids. It was so strong, it smelled like the kids had the weed in their backpack. That's what they say. Mm. So Damn. Keisha got, Keisha mad. She got like, <laughs> oh. she don't want to answer the phone. 
She don't want to let me back into the house because she said because she felt like I was smoking while the kids was in the car. Oh my god! So this, I, don't, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to figure out. No, I wouldn't smoke the kids in the car. My man's boy, this is a dilemma because if she, boy, them social workers come out. I mean, you on file at that point. They right. watching. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So have you heard anything else? Is it was it anything else after that? I didn't hear nothing about it until she like blowing my phone while I was at work, but I can't answer. But when I got off, that's when she got on the phone and she like, you know, you might as well not come over here. And that's what she gave me the whole spiel wow. that I was smoking in the car with her kids and all that other stuff. So I'm just trying to like straighten everything out. Well, did she ask the kids? That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm be t- I told her, just ask the kids. The kids ain't like they can't talk, bro. Right. Because seven nine, they could be like, yes or no. I told her, bro, just ask them, ask them. But you know, I don't know if she talked to them or not. Man, what's your name one more time? My name Quentin. Her name Keisha. Quentin, let me send a prayer for you, right? Quick, cause it might I be over with. Let's see if we can get Keisha. Look at me, Shanika. Why you looking like that? That's a hard one, ain't it? Yep. Then the social workers get involved, the school system and all that. It's crazy. Um, Quinn, put your phone on mute. We're going to try to get Keisha on the phone and get you back in the house, big dog. Appreciate you, bro. All right. Yeah, he can count. He's too, he he too goofy to be it's around kids. I mean, well, he don't sound goofy to me. He, he, sound, like, he sound like a goofy to me. Nah, the man worked two jobs. He's he taking on some another man, kid. Okay. He got a woman he want to be with. I don't, hear, I don't hear goofy. Hello. Yes, good morning. May I speak with Keisha, please? This is her. Keisha, how you doing this morning? Who is this? Keisha, you're on the phone with Young Jock. Miss Shot Nigga and Shout Shout with Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover, a nationally syndicated morning show. We have a segment on our show, Miss Keisha, and it's called The Day Dilemma. And right now, you're on it. Can we talk to you for a minute? That's fine. That's fine. You sound like you don't want to talk. You don't want to talk? I have a feeling I know what this is about. Uh oh, what you think, girl? What you feel in your spirit? That man called y'all. Ooh, which one? Oh, man, which one? Yeah, good question. Which one? Quentin. Nah, Quentin didn't call us. A guy named Mike called us. I don't know no Mike. I know that's right. right don't okay. let don't let him try to trip you I, up, girl. You know what I'm saying? I just want to make sure you know what I'm saying. You and my boy Quinn was good. Mm-mm. He can't come back here. Uh oh. So Keisha, let me ask you a question real quick because uh, he kind of gave us his side of the story of what uh, he said took place with you and the, the situation with the kids, him and the kids. Yes. That's what you're talking he, about. He took my kids to um, school because I asked them to. But little did I know, he was smoking with my kids in the car, dropped my kids off to school, smelling like weed, and whatever the hell else that he probably had in the car. He probably drove with perks and some more stuff in the car and didn't tell me because he seems like he can't handle his drug problem. And now I'm dealing with CPS asking to come visit, calling my house, asking me all these types of questions if my kids are safe and risking me losing my kids. He's irresponsible and he cannot come back here. Mm. Did you ask the kids? What did the kids say? I don't have to ask. That's not an adult conversation for my kids to be asking them what happened. You don't think so? I mean, you know, he told us the social worker came out. Did the social workers, did did. did they talk to the kids? Yeah, they spoke to my kids. Did they ask if 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 he was smoking? Yeah, they did. And the kids said no, but I don't trust it. The kids could be probably trying not to get into trouble. And I don't like that man, the fact that he was in my car with my kids and smoke and drop them off to school. Like, I don't, I have a, I work hard. Okay, I have two kids, seven and nine. And I pay all my bills. He don't help with not near one. He's driving my car. Mm. He works. But I don't know where all the money going to. Oh, wow. Well, this is definitely not the wow. situation that Jock thought it was. And You're so, so ooh, now, right especially with all of that that happened and now a social worker is involved, I think we got to get your boy on the phone. Yeah. Uh, Quentin's actually on the phone, Keisha. Mm. Quit. Yo, man. Yeah. So, first of all, the fact that the, the social worker was there and they told you that wasn't smoking around the kids, that's not enough clarification for you to be like, oh, okay, he probably wasn't smoking. And then on the top of that, but on top of that, I didn't even know I was taking him to school. So, if that was the case, I wouldn't have even smoked in our car. Come out your car. 
that is my car because I put more down on it than you did. It don't and matter, bro. Smoking in it with my kids. Do I not help pay for it? That don't matter, sweetheart. My kids. But you just told them I don't pay bills. I don't help pay no bills. It's in my name. Everything is in my name. You better go back back to your mama's house. Okay, you know, all right. So getting back to the the matter at hand, <laughs> them kids. I, one, I can't read the future, so the fact that I didn't even know I was taking the kids to school, and I, ironically, the day I'm smoking in the car, they they I take them to school and they smell like that. That's not my fault. That's something we should have talked about before. My kids got me at school by seven forty-five. What is a grown ass man smoking at seven o'clock in the morning anyway? Exactly what you said. I'm a grown ass man. I didn't know there was a, a smoking time. And the fact that it has no real responsibility. No, You're a grown ass man who has no real responsibility. You don't know what it's like to raise kids. You don't know what it's like to be a father. I raise your kids, kids with you. So what are you talking about? Am I not? Am I, am I not? I don't know raise kids, but you asked me to take the kids to school. Okay. You feel like you're trying to defend yourself. I don't feel like you're trying to get your lady back. I want you to take this, take a few seconds and try to get your lady back, bro. My fault. I apologize for smoking in the car before the kids got in the car. I apologize that CPS had to come to your house. I, if you won't, I, I mean, we can talk about it. Maybe I can be more, you know, involved with helping out with the bills. But you can't say I don't do nothing. Well, you can come past tonight after I get off of work and once the kids are finished their homework and... We can discuss more of that over dinner, but you cannot stay. We're just going to talk. Right. Wow. I mean, that's a good end because, you know, things can change over dinner. So I do want to take the time to say I'm glad you, you you put it out there, laid it out there like that, Quentin. And Keisha, thank you for being understanding and listening to this brother. You know, I'm listening to it. You sound like you was trying to throw him under the bus a little bit, but he sounded like he been doing what he's supposed to do a little bit. He just had a little hiccup. And uh, on behalf of 1-800-Engine-The-Bethune-Law Firm, we got to hook y'all up with this $100. And to our listeners, call us up. We got to talk about this because, boy, oh, boy, a mistake can take you out the game, coach. All right? Uh, call us up, 1-844-YUNGJLC. That's 1-844-986-4562. Keep it locked. Young Jack in the streets morning. Take over. That was the Date Dilemma with Young Jack in the streets morning. Take over. Hey, what's up? It's Ray Shrimmer. Date Dilemma was scandalous today. You have to tune in every morning, Monday through Friday, to hear it on the best damn morning show. It's Young Jock and the Streets Morning Takeover. I'm Mocha, baby. <laughs> All right, we got to get... Yeah, he said he vanilla. I'm Mocha, baby. I don't know if you Mocha. What am I then? What, mm. what is this? What is that? I'm Ebony. What do you want me to be? Mm. Mm. Anyway. Mm. I'm the complexion of your coat. All right, we got to get... You're a brown cow. (laughs) (laughs) I got some get back for you. Just wait. Okay. All right, date dilemma, y'all. This is a pretty interesting date dilemma because, man, sometimes unforeseen things just happen. Okay. Quentin said that... uh, Okay, he was on his way home from his first job. Yeah, he works two jobs. He and his girl, they share a car. Okay? On his way home, his girl said, hey... And you take the kids to school. And he had been smoking in the car. The boy was hot boxing. You know the car smell like that? You know. Yeah, yeah. All right, now, he dropped the kids off. Cool, done. He gets home, goes to his second job, Miss Shanika. Okay. While he's at his second job, the school calls this girl and says, Hey, we have an issue. Your kids smell like marijuana. Mm-hmm. They reek of this stench. Right. All right. So now you got people involved. Uh, what was uh, social workers is trying to come by the house and all that? He done find out till he get off work. She's mad. She tell him, "Don't even come home. Just stay where you at. You're not welcome back here." Now, what would have been the proper way to handle this situation if this was your dude? What? 
Well, it just don't even sound like anything I would involve myself in. It ain't even about the if you. kids, the man, the marijuana. I mean, <laughs> really? Yeah. Corey smokes cigars though. Like I just told you, my mom smoked cigarettes, and the teachers thought that I was smelling like weed. Who is smoking a cigar, taking their kids to to school? If, if, it's, just in, if it's in the car, though. Okay, find something else to do. I I mean, Miss Shanika, what, what you was gonna say, Shawty? To a smoker in the car, you know. Sometimes when I get ready to pull up to the school, I spray whatever, deodorant, cologne, you know, but you can't have these kids. That doesn't make it smell any better. Well, it'd be so awkward pulling up to the school because they bring the kids out and they open your door and put the kid in. See, that falls in line to me with even respecting your kids because... Like, that's disrespectful. To have your kids start their day off smelling like marijuana is very ignorant. Man, oh. the man, but the man. It's ignorant. Listen, what I is, don't it's, care. Not, it's not called ignorant. Okay. That well, be, it it called is called on the emergency. It would be more so irresponsible. Young Jack in the streets morning, take up. What's your thoughts on this? I think Ign- he needs to just leave up where she at. She sound like she going to be bringing more problems in the future. She talking about her name on everything. She ain't in it. Well, it sounds like she's just stating her facts. It's just she going off of the factuals. If, if her name is on everything, whether it's a good mood or a bad mood, that's the truth. Are those his kids? No, it's not. Good mood or bad mood, it's the truth. So I feel it. They just got to learn to communicate better. That's all. I agree with that. I was going through the same thing. Yesterday, that just happened to me. My boyfriend was smoking in the car. And, well, he wasn't smoking in the car, but he was smoking and it was through the vents and it got on my children. And now, I'm going through the same thing, and I can tell her it's it's ooh, CPS getting involved in stuff. It, it's not fun. It's not fun. So we all know birds are breaking up because of that as well. Oh man, it gets wild out here, Miss Shanika. That's crazy. You just be putting my business out there. You like, cause I was on smoking. <laughs> like, I'm saying, I, you know, it's. I, I'm sorry. Okay, you know what? Why can't you be smoking? My <laughs> Shut me. Smoke. Shut up. <laughs> he be smoking on me. Mm-hmm. The job pack. Yeah. Face hand. All right, yo. Uh, <laughs> you coming up in less than ten with the word on the streets, right? Yes, I am. So definitely keep your radios locked in right here. That's a must do. Hey man, keep it locked. Where you got it, young Jack in the streets? Morning, take over. Young Jack in the Streets Morning Takeover. We're back at it this morning. Uh, Miss Shanika, we got a trend this, man, because we've had some callers who've gone through some very similar situations just as our date dilemma this morning. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't know, uh, if you didn't catch the date dilemma, basically it was a situation. Uh, Scat was, you know, he smoked in his car on his way home. And then he doesn't normally take his, uh, his girlfriend's kids to school. But this particular morning, I guess she was busy. She needed him to take them to school. Well, he had smoked in the car prior to picking them up. When they got to school, uh, it was reported to the principal that these kids came in smelling like marijuana. Right. Um, it caused a whole slew of problems. You know, the counselor got involved. Uh, social worker got involved. CPS services got involved. Um, and now they're facing a real dilemma. It's, it's bigger than a date dilemma at this moment. And it's kind of interesting because some things just kind of trickle down and it can throw everything off, like in this situation. How would how do you think this situation should have been handled properly? Uh, I think he should have respected the situation 
and not been smoking in a car in which kids were going to be he in. Know. He didn't know. No, she called him on the emergency and said, can you go get the kids? And take them to school. Yeah. He didn't know. And so he didn't smoke with the kids inside the car. No. no. He smoked before. He, so let's say I'm on my way home and I smoke in the car and that's his normal thing or whatever. But this particular morning she said, well, hey, I need you to take Either way, it's reckless. I just never really understood when people smoke in the car before they go anywhere. It's stupid to me. It's hard to smoke in the cold. Okay. Very hard. I want y'all to call us up, man. I want to hear from you guys because I know we got some pretty uh, intelligent listeners. Y'all call us up. one 844 What's the proper way to handle a situation like this? Or have you ever uh, been involved in something like this? We want to hear from you right now. Keep it locked in. Jock in the streets morning. Take over. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Jeremiah. Put it down on me. Every weekday from 6 to 10 a.m., I'm listening to Young Jack and Streets Morning Takeover. Yes, sir. We back at it. It's the top of the morning. Young Jack and the Streets Morning Takeover. Uh, Miss Shanika, shout out, shout out. Now, we're talking about this situation with a young man from our day dilemma. Basically, was uh, on his way home, his normal routine from work. He works two jobs, works uh, the graveyard shift. He's coming home. His girlfriend says, hey, got a little mercy. Do you think you can take the kids to school? He says, okay, no problem. I do that. Takes the kids to school, but because he had already smoked in the vehicle when the kids got to school, they reeked of this odor of marijuana, okay? It went from one thing to the next. The teachers got involved with the counselor. The counselor got the social worker involved. Ooh, now, oh. the mom's in a little bit of trouble, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I want to ask our listeners, man, what are your thoughts on this situation? Oh, I think the whole thing is, like, really immature. Because it's like, you already, as a black man, you already know, like, you don't even have to do anything. You can be driving while black, get pulled over. Like, you taking the kids to school. I just think it's, like, it was, I feel like it was mainly his fault. But if she felt like she, he had a drug problem, she should have kept those kids home, send them to grandma's house or something. I'm not blaming her at all. I don't feel like she's at fault, but, like, that was really irresponsible. Man, if he on his way home, if he called him and say, can you do this? That's not his fault. It's just uh, something that happened on accident, man. Like, you can't really control that. Now, Miss Shanika, we got a special guest in the building who we got to let weigh in on we this. we do. <laughs> Please let it be known who's in the building with us. My best friend. <laughs> hey. Who Y'all give it up for Eva myself. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Street? Good morning, Eva. So you heard the situation, man. We just really would like for you to weigh in on this. What's your thoughts on this? I think the counselor is reckless for um, making this <laughs> an even bigger situation. I mean, I think since that we're in Georgia and it's not legal, um, it, it poses a bigger uh, issue. Um, I don't know. Old girl shouldn't have known who her man was. And when she said to take the kids to school, she was running the risk that the kids might smell like a little bit of Zaza. Mm-hmm. To me, mm-hmm. I mean, she you know what that man cost me a life. If your man smoked black and mouse, like you know he smokes black and mouse. You know he's gonna most likely come to the family function smelling <laughs> like a black and mouse. Your right? man drank, you know he gonna smell, he, he'll yeah. smell like a little yak yeah. on yeah. his throat. So, so, so you said in Georgia. And weed is not legal. So in California, you could just pull up, smoke on the joint, and drop the kids off at school. No, but if there's a little tinge of a, 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 a stench on the end of a, a child or a jacket <laughs> that lingers, um, you're less likely to get called into the office for it because the the administrators most likely want to know where you get yours off from. What dispensary you go? All right. Since we got Eva in the building, yeah. first and foremost, congratulations on all the queens men. Thank you. All right. And so we got to get into it because, honey, 
the fan mail was so serious during this actors writer strike that was uh, going on the peoples were ready for this show yes. to make a comeback like I couldn't really post you on my page without them saying when show come back when I love back? that I love the investment of uh, the audience in the show it to me it tells me that there's something that we're doing in this world we're creating of madam and all the queen's men that connects right. to people and when you watch television you want to do one of two things either connect or release Right. And so I think we give you a little bit of both on All the Queen's Men. You can connect and relate um, the sensibility. And then you can also release because there are a lot of things people don't know about this underbelly of the dancer's life. It's a whole world, honey. So people are connecting to that thing because what? What's happening here? We're all connected. But, you know, Madam is a boss woman. And in today's society, I think men and women alike can appreciate a woman who takes um, the bull by the reins and decides that this is what I want out of life and this is what I'm going to get out of life. And that's who Madam is. Now, she uses a few assault rifles to get those. Yes, she does. She is very violent. She is, but you know what? It's par for the course. It's Mm -hmm. like anything you do. You know, police are only violent if you're violent, right? And police aren't particular. Uh, that's a whole nother. Mm, that's a whole nother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We yeah, don't know. That. Yeah, I just went down a whole rabbit hole with that one. Right. But um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's one of those things where Madam doesn't wake up choosing violence. <laughs> you know, okay. violence chooses her. She yeah. just responds with larger guns. Wow. All right. So a lot of people as they watch the show, and I'm going to ask these questions like I'm not your best friend and I don't know what's okay, going so on. Okay, so should your I life? answer them like I'm not your best friend? Yes, should I answer exactly. them as Madam? Yes. Oh, yes. this is gonna be fun. Okay, great. Thanks, <clears throat> Sorry, dog. How, how does Madam relate to Eva? Um, Madam relates to Eva because no and um no are her most disliked <laughs> words. Okay. She will never take a no. Any no will come back to a yes. I stand on my mountain of no's to climb my yes. Wow. Right, wow. Okay then. Well, more with Eva Marcel coming up on this show. Of course, all the Queen's men on tonight, BET Plus. Make sure you get your new episode in and more with E. We got a got a lot to talk about. Better believe that. Hey man, are you smarter than Young Jack is on the way? 1844YUNGJOC. And this morning, guess who'll be contesting me? Who? Eva. Shut up. Marcel. Now you know she's Game smarter over. than you. Oh. <laughs> It's Are You Smarter Than Young Jock? The king and his gang. Only with Young Jock in the streets morning takeover. That is. You know what it is. Hey, Miss Shot, nigga, you already let it be known. We let the cat out the bed early on to let it be known that I will be mm-hmm. going up against the one and only Eva Marcel. For okay. Are You Smarter Than Young And Jock. it's happening. Right you now. Ready? Did you run your laps? Huh? Did you run your laps? Your mental laps? I'm making uh, sure he don't get no uh, the answers. Ain't no Keep answers. your phone down, homeboy. No yeah, keep okay. your phone down. Keep your phone down. That's what she said. All right. <laughs> huh? She did not right. have to say that, Jock. So here are <laughs> the rules of the game. You guys, <laughs> you have 10 seconds to answer each question. All right. The first person to get all three questions correctly will be the winner. You guys cannot answer each other's questions, and you can not answer the question after your 10 seconds is up or you will be disqualified. Shani, this is a lot. 
for eight o'clock but in the morning. But you got it. You got okay. it though. I well, believe in you, bro. Every day. I believe in you. And them kids still be beating you. And hold that on. Make no sense. And hold on. And if you don't win, we gonna jump them. <laughs> right. Wow. Okay, it's gonna be a win. Catch me outside. <laughs> no. Okay. So here we go. First question, Eva. What country gave the U.S. the Statue of Liberty? Hold on. Is it A, England, B, Africa, C, China, or D, France? D. (laughs) Next. You didn't know that, Jack? Uh, Come on, don't do that. (laughs) Now you You know he didn't know that. Trying to hit her with the D early. All right, here we go. No, Paul. We're like in the morning. No, because she said the answer early before you can get it out. (laughs) I mean, I said the whole answer was, Jack, I didn't need a a multiple choice, but he might need multiple choice. I know Mm. that's right. Right. All right, here you go, <laughs> Mr. Whoa. Young John. Let's get it. Uh, here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who was the first African-American Major League Baseball player? Was it A, Willie Mays, B, Jackie Robinson, or C, Hank Thomas? <laughs> I'm going to go with... Who? Hey. Mm-hmm. Willie Mays? No, nah, I meant B. Well, uh-huh. nah. No, no, hold on, wait. I meant nah. B because I can't remember nah. which one it was. Because you didn't do three. Okay, no, what's the answer? What's the, the answer? answer? What's the name? What's the name? Say the names again. No, you say no. the name. You say, say the, the name. name. Say the name. I am smarter than you. It was the second name. The I, second name? Yeah. Okay. What's yeah. the second name? I said it. What the is se- it? It was, I don't remember the, 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 it was, you gave me three. Normally you do four multiple well, choice. Okay, the what if a public school is going on? I know. Come on, give, give them back. Bro, come on. Okay, what are we doing in this instance? Because give them back. It was the second Your name. time was out. Was First of all, name. you said A. Well, and you realized it was wrong by Shanika's no, 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 no. I realized that she gave you four multiple choices and me only three. I didn't so, need none. I know that, but you I was trying to remember where it was. It was the second name. Okay, you're wrong, Jack. It was the second so, name. So, Eva, who was the first African-American Major League Baseball player? Was it A, Willie Mays, B, Jackie Robinson, or C, Hank Thomas? Jackie Robinson. <laughs> I said the second one. Y'all got the same last name, y'all. No. I said this. I, I thought. Jack, your time was no, out. No, no, no. I was looking at the cameras, and when I thought about it, okay. I realized and it wasn't the first one. Eva. Is Jack mm. as smart as his kids? That's the new game. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> okay, so Eva. Martin Luther King Jr. was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize in 1964. In which prize was it? Mm-hmm. Nobel Peace Prize? What you mean? Yeah. What category? What do you mean? Throw that okay. away. Let's Thank throw you. that away. Because that was that wasn't written yeah, yeah. well. She, okay, she okay. Now. Excuse me. Excuse me. All right. Again, King was 39 years old when he was assassinated at the Lorraine Motel, April 4th, 1968. In which city? Was it A, Nashville, Tennessee, B, Montgomery, Alabama, C, Louisville, Kentucky, or D, Memphis, Tennessee? In Memphis. And that would be D. In the Memphis, Tennessee. In the D. Well, my best friend is smarter than yours. My best friend is smarter than you. And you are the winner. Hey. Thank you. Hey. Okay, why did you throw hey. your headphones, uh, Jock? What was that about? Was that a mouth tantrum? Yes. Is that what is that what, that what was given? Nah, what, let me show you. I, <laughs> do you know what I do with men that go tantrum? That was a mouth. Ooh, what you do, Yeah, what do you do? Don't get spanked. Let's not have that Whoa. conversation. I'm just saying. Let's not have that conversation. 
Okay. You just banked him. We got more with Eva <laughs> coming up, so definitely keep it locked. Of course, All the Queens Men is on tonight. BET Plus, make sure you catch that new episode. That is, man. You know what it is, man. It's that time, man. Are you smarter than Young Jock, man? We about to get out of here. Keep it locked. Young Jock in the streets morning. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You know what it is, man. Uh, it's a beautiful day around the way. It is. And uh, I'm just like tripping. Mm-hmm. Eva's here with us. Yes, yeah, she is. Crazy. Yes, it is. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, man. I mean, we're still celebrating a win against you today. I mean, it was like an ultimate feat. I just, you know, to see man, I let her win. defeat in your face, it was just they, absolutely. They, they, they practiced this. No, we did not practice this. Yeah, they did. Anyway, coming up inside the Word on the Streets News, <laughs> more with Eva, more all the Queen's men talk. Yeah. And we're going to see what advice Eva may have for some career-driven women out there that may be looking for love. All that and more coming up inside the Word on the Streets News in less than 10 minutes. Keep it locked right here to Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover. Word on the Streets going down like Jock said. It's Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover with Miss Shanika. Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover. We have Eva in the studio today and we're talking about the hit television series All the Queen's Men where Eva plays Marilyn Madame DeVille. Okay? Uh, This show is about a very fierce and gangster businesswoman yes. who likes things like she likes them. Tell us some of the things that are we are now in season we're now in season three. We're um, premiered season 3B last Thursday. We dropped two episodes for you guys. You're welcome. This week there's a lot going on. Um, to know Madam is to know that she does not care about much outside of her business except for her father. And I think we can all relate to that. Like a lot of things and people in life we've learned to like not give priority to. But when it comes to that mama, mm-hmm. when it comes to that daddy, we don't play about our parents. Right. Right. And Marilyn Madam DeVille, at the end of the day, inside of her is still a little girl who loves her daddy. So how was uh the doing the writer's strike? Ooh, what how, was we doing? How was life? <laughs> How was life doing the writer's strike? It wasn't bad. I recently went through a divorce and um, I'm a workaholic. So I'm one of those. Jack, you know me. There's a gig. I'm going to take it. If it makes sense, I'm at work. I think going through what I was going through in my personal life, I would have naturally um, just tried to overwork myself. The strike, though, it um, reprogrammed us as far as actors, reminding us of how fortunate we are for this business, how interconnected this business is, how you need everybody on your crew to make this money. What it did for me is it it gave me time for me. And so second season, it's like that sophomore album for uh, an artist. It's like, I know your first one popped, but this second one has to be better Mm -hmm. than that first one. So the second one, I felt the pressure of like, you got to show these people it's not a fluke. And this is, she's a thing. So... But by the time I got to third season, mm. it's like breaking in a pair of shoes or that good jacket you wear every winter, you know it fit right. Now I'm kind of like in that mode where I know who this woman is. What is in Diva's green room? In this Diva's green room? What is in Eva Marcel's green room? Is there anything that's just like over the top that you'd be like, what? Over the, No, I mean... I have, um, first of all, Tyler Perry, shout out to his actor's role. Our dressing rooms are so lit. I have my makeup bowl, my makeup artist. She has our whole corner and area, uh, bathroom, shower, all that good stuff, TV, couch. 
pulls out to a bed, refrigerator. But what I have to have are my ginger beers, my Red Bull. Oh, I love those. And my Lunchables. <laughs> I have Lunchables wow. and Cup of Noodles. And if you don't have my hot sauce, we got a problem. Cup of Noodles? Yes. So, so what about Taraji? She's complaining that she didn't have food. She didn't have a car service. Women just got back to working. What do you think about her claims? What do you think about them, Charlotte? <laughs> I, think, I think she needs to tell them off and let people make some money. I, I mean, I feel like to each its own. You mm. know, it's like saying, I got cut deeper than you got cut, so you can't really cry. I can cry harder. I'm I'm a woman's lib. I'm always going to be here for my women. So if, you know, Taraji feels like there's a situation that could have been improved and she wanted to speak on it by more more power to her. I'm just fortunate that the space where I work at and at TPS, <laughs> I don't have any issues. Our yeah. work start on time. We finish on time. We get paid on time. Life is good. I love my coworkers. I love my co-stars, my crew. Um the creator, the, I mean, our TP. Like, I love my show. So you went finna hit us with the Vivica Fox response. Right? Yeah, um, we good over here. here. I yeah. mean, because I mean, cause essentially, and, and because not to slight my girl, I right. love Taraji. And Taraji has worked in this business for a long time. And to work in this business as an actor, basically, you decided to be unemployed. Who is your favorite character on All the Queens Men? My favorite character on All the Queens Men has to be my sister, Carla. There's something about having someone bold enough to question you. Mm. Some bold enough to check you. Yeah. And um, I think all of us in life, if you look at your best friend, that's your best friend because that's the only one that's bold enough to tell you don't do that. What is some advice that you can give to career-driven women mm -hmm. that are looking for love? That are looking for love? Um, don't look for it. Uh, <laughs> if you're a career-driven woman and you're looking for love, stop. Redirect the energy that you're putting into looking for love back into your career, back into yourself. I promise you, sis, you're going to look up one day. He's going to be right there over your shoulder. Thank you again, Eva, for joining us this morning. It's always a pleasure. All the uh, Queens men tonight. Tonight. Check it out. Thanks for having me. No, thank yes, you thank you. Um, and thank um, you Jack, next time, can you get a little smarter? Because I want to play that game with you again. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I, you know what? I should not even play with you. I should have just went ahead and gave it to you, dog. You did. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean Oh I gave it to Hi. Hi. So it's love man Again check out All the Queens men is. tonight You will one day It's about that time For the love doc job Help me help you help okay. me Come on What's your problem And this guy will either Help or hinder your relationship Who do I think I am Why I tell people that Either way He's a man for the job It's Young Jock And the Streets Morning Takeover Young Jock in the streets morning to take over your own life with the love Doc Jock. How may I help you? We've been dating, well, we started dating in high school, our senior year in 06. Mm -hmm. Then we broke up for three years when I went to school, and now we're back together. We've been back together probably since like 2011. Wow. So what does that conversation sound like every time y'all break up, get, up, get back together, break up, get back together? No, we don't break up and get back together. We've been living together. We got two kids. We got twin boys, so we've been together for a while. <laughs> Are you happy? I'm happy. What makes you happy about the relationship? So he's very supportive. When we got back together, when I came back to Atlanta, I was kind of like, I moved back in with my mom. That didn't work out. He was very supportive as far as letting me come in with him. Mm -hmm. Very supportive as far as financially supportive. Great father figure to our uh, twin boys. And he's just all around been there for me. Hard times, emotionally, physically, every way possible. Y'all get married? That's the plan, yes. Is it? Yes, well, it is. Well, who gonna ask so, who? Right you now, gonna ask him, or he gonna ask you? Oh no, nah, definitely, definitely not. Uh -uh, that's not me. See, that's why you I'm ain't got. That's why you ain't got married yet. You scared that? I'm not. 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 I'm not.
asking. We have conversations about What's it. What's his phone number? Um, I'm going to call him right now. Ask him. Let me call him and ask him for you right now. <laughs> Listen to this. You want his phone number? Call him on three-way. I bet you won't call him on three-way. Call him. Let's see if he's going to answer. Let's see if we can get you married today. Lord have mercy. Call him. Come on. Come on. Got to hurry up. I'm recording this. He's going to call him. That means she want to be married. Okay, now. I think I can marry I can officiate them. Today. I'm licensed. I can officiate. There you go. Are you there? I'm here. He didn't pick up. He works overnight. You sound like you uh, want that ring. I think you want that ring more than you have uh, led us to believe. That's not a that's not a problem. I'm going to get the ring. No, literally, we. Well, I just pulled up to work. Just left from home from where he was. Did y'all have a quickie this morning? Uh, if I could be honest, that would be a no. That, uh-huh. that would be because what? <laughs> Okay, I'm on my motorcycle. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> you're, right. you're riding a motorcycle. And there All right, it is. <laughs> well, I was trying to get you married this morning. I was trying to give you some free game and some uh, sound relationship advice as the love doc job. We couldn't get your dude on the phone, but we'll try again some other times. Keep working on it. Drop hints that you want to be married. You want the ring. Listen, if you got a small business, here's the opportunity of a lifetime to be spotlighted. Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover. It's time for Small Business Spotlight, giving back to the community with Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover. My name is Sydney. My business is Bonds on the Rhine. We're a family-owned black business catering company. We have what's called like a reverse sub. We put everything in fresh baked dumplings. We are located in Snailville, Georgia. You can find us on Instagram or Facebook. Bonds on the Rhine. B-U-N-Z-O-N-T-H-A-R-U-N. Every morning, I get up and listen to Young Jock and the Streets Morning Takeover. And that is. Miss Shot Nigga, what they do, man? It do. It do, it do. <laughs> all right. Uh, shout out to my best friend, Eva Marcel, stopping through today to talk about all the Queen's men and any other things that we wanted to talk to her about. Uh, make sure you catch all the Queen's men streaming now on BET+. And you can catch the whole interview on our YouTube page, Street Morning Takeover at noon. That's what's up right there, man. And uh, shout out to Eva. You know, I, I, I had to contain myself. I almost, she beat that. almost tripped up. Okay. You know, so I really love to win. Are you smarter, young jock? And she just really kept trying to rub it in my face. But it's all good because we I mean, but if you would have won, then we would have jumped you. So it was like, better that you won. Yeah, we were going to win at something today. I decided to take (laughs) it. We was going to win at something today. Y'all was wondering why y'all had uh, a pair of tennis shoes. She had a pair of tennis shoes and you had a pair of tennis shoes. They both got on heels, but they got now, tennis shoes. Now, she was going to stomp you out in uh, time for it. I was going to stump you out in my Gucci boots. Damn. Designer. <laughs> a, a designer butt whipping. <laughs> hey, man, y'all know it's love, man. We definitely appreciate our listeners, man. Shout out to my Aunt Kathy up in Chattanooga. That's right. She in chat time right All now. Right, Big Aunt Kathy. Aunt T. Bring me something back from Chattanooga, shout it. Uh, we about to get out of here. Um, Miss Shaniko? Yes, sir. Tomorrow is Friday. It is Friday. It's every Friday. Yes. Certain, certain things we're not going to take into the and weekend. And what is that? Well, you know, I have the luxury of when I walk away from you, mm-hmm. I usually don't have to hear your voice again until Monday. Yes. That's I love it. Yeah. Because you hunt me at night. Okay, I do. When I go to sleep, I just hear you saying, Okay, I'll talk to y'all later the on word the word on the streets. In my ill. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> right here to Young Jock in the Streets Morning Takeover. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.